0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos.
1: And I'm O-Z-Y,
0: Ozzy. <laughs> In this episode, we will review The Accountant, have our weekly TV recap, and recap the latest episode of Westworld. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing?
1: I am...
0: I'm tired. I'm like, I'm really tired. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of early for us. It's not really that early. Most people would be like, you call this early. But we don't usually record in the morning, so who knows how this episode will go. It could get weird. <laughs> um, what have you been watching recently, man?
1: I've been watching a lot of that 70s show, like I told you it was. <laughs> and um, also just catching up with some TV sure. this week. I'm just behind in, on a show or two, but
0: that's about it. And now you're like, um, you're somewhat in my world with I'm always behind on TV, always. And I that's definitely the case this week more than any other week that we've done the show for. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I won't have... I mean, I am still have a lot to talk about when it comes to tv but not nearly as much as normal um but yeah so we'll see how it goes and but i'm I'm actually excited kind of to talk about this movie that we're reviewing though because it was one that i was really looking forward to um let's just get into it the accountant is a the new ben affleck movie who directed that i need to look that up really quick but it was one that I I was really looking forward to this. I know, was it on both of our most anticipated for the rest of the year list? I, I think so. I th- I'm pretty sure it was. Just yeah. the trailers, it was pretty good. The first trailer was amazing. It was like, honestly, if you had a class on how to make a trailer, that would be like one of the prime examples. It was a great trailer. It was so well paced. Um, but either way, we're really looking forward to this movie, correct? Yeah. Okay. It's
1: directed by Gavin O'Connor.
0: Gavin O'Connor. Yep. Um. So let's let's start with you, Ozzy. What did you think of The Accountant? Um, I don't know what it is
1: with movies this year having fantastic trailers mm-hmm. and then the movie just being not as great. Um, it was just I this movie this year has just been. Either it's really good or it's a disappointment. So disappointing, it's a disappointment, man. and it's yeah. – I, I don't know what's going on this year. Um, the performances in the movie are, are – will keep the movie afloat again. Yes. Um, I think the performances in this movie, especially Ben Affleck, I think he does a, does a great job mm-hmm. at uh, really showing autism and really showing that he is awkward. He can't really, you know, talk. Mm-hmm. Like, to other people. So, I mean, I think they do it. I think he does a great job of really showing, you know, he has his own little system. He has to stay according to that. And um, he, he is not, like, he he he's very different from other people. So, I think they do a great job of really showing that.
0: Um, Yeah, I completely agree. Ben Affleck was really good in this movie. And he kind of had this innocence to him and this um, kind of, I guess, charm. But one thing that really impressed me was two guys that, this is, it was Ben Affleck and basically playing opposite him as the, I guess, villain, that was something we'll discuss later. But John Bernthal was really good in this movie as well. Um, and one thing that surprised me is they're never, they're, I mean, they're on screen together, um, for a little bit, but it's not a lot. And, it's almost like you could feel that they had chemistry even though they weren't on screen together because they were both really kind of charming but in completely different ways where with Ben Affleck it was more of like an innocence like but also like he was you could tell that he knew what he was doing but with John Bernthal he just was kind of like out there and acted a little crazy and you could tell that he was just kind of kind of a bad dude but at the same time like, he was having fun, so it was weird. I really like John Bernthal's performance as well. And I, I actually... He's becoming one of my favorite actors to watch. Like, he is really good. I loved him as the Punisher, and I really liked him in this, so... You'll really like him in The Walking Dead if you actually watch it. But, you know, yeah, it's just it's <laughs> me. It's just me. Fair enough. <laughs> um, did you like Bernthal as well?
1: I think he was one of the... one of, Definitely one of the takeaways from the movie. He was mm-hmm. fantastic in this movie. Um... Every time he this this guy is on screen, he he just he takes it, um, he takes that spotlight, and he really owns it. Agree, um, he, did, I it own the he screen. did. Yeah, I think he did a fantastic job. I mean, his opening scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he when he just came in there and he just basically took over. Yeah. So I think he does a it's a great job. He def, definitely has a presence to him, mm-hmm. and I I do want to see more with him. I think they're having like a Punisher show on Netflix. Yeah. Which I think is awesome because he is fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, another person, who, like, I, I do agree. The performances were very good in the movie, and that was one of the, definitely a positive for the movie overall. But Anna Kendrick was really good as well. Um, again, this kind of like, um, innocence, and it, she just kind of, you could tell she liked Ben Affleck, but at the same time, like, she was kind of, I mean, you could, there was a transition to where she would kind of become scared of him, but at the sa- same time, not too scared. And I thought they did really, they really did have, um, a, some good chemistry, Ben Affleck and Anna Kendrick as well.
1: Agreed. I think the chemistry in the movie is, is fantastic between the two of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um... I, I I like how she's you know trying to kind of force a conversation and you just in there just like I don't know what to say to you yeah uh it doesn't make it doesn't make it a bit awkward seeing it but mm-hmm. you know you understand why so it's also funny at the same time also some of the like there's it's not it's not a comedy but some of like the yes. comedy that thrown in there it's uh-huh. it's actually funny just because of how he is yeah um I think it's really funny um that that they really in- interpreted that because it was it was funny so it's some so like the. The small comedy that they have in there, it actually really does work for the movie. Yeah, um, I think the soundtrack in this movie, like for some of the soundtracks in this movie, I think it's, I think, it, I think the soundtrack's pretty good. And also, I think the it really worked
0: with the tone of the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, it did work with the tone of the movie. Definitely the action. The action is what kind of took me away. Like when when we finally got to the action, that's why I was like, okay, like this is actually pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: a realistic. It was real. It was like realistic. And and when someone when someone punched someone, I was like, ooh god (laughs) so like yeah i think the action as well with the sound
0: i think they were both great as well Mm -hmm. um i i agree as well with the action i thought it was really well done really well shot um ben f like again proving that he's he's really good at this stuff and it's like another reason why you have to be excited for more of him as batman but that's another discussion um it's almost, one thing I thought about while I was watching the movie is, is this Ben Affleck trying to kind of, um, get on Matt Damon's level and have like an iconic action hero? <laughs> I don't, um, it, I'm, that's not any like specific takeaway or anything, but it was just something I was thinking while I was, while I was watching it. Um, do you have any more positives? No, that's it for me. All right. You want to get into our negatives? Cause I think we definitely have a few. Cause as we said, this movie disappointed us. Um, at least it disappointed me. I'm not quite sure about you. We haven't fully discussed it yet. But Ozzy, what was what caused you to be disappointed by this movie?
1: It's sort of the pacing of the movie. Um, it, it takes it takes a bit for the movie to sort of pick up. Um, I don't
0: know if you felt the same way. Yeah, but, but I, I didn't it, mind it because I thought it was kind of like deliberate, but. Um, I, I get if that's a complaint. I, I think that's and he's, fair. And here's
1: why I think it took it took a bit for for it to for it to pick up. Um, J.K. Simmons and Cynthia Eddie uh, Robinson's character, um, they had great chemistry together, and there, none of their scenes were boring or anything. But mm-hmm. it's just it did not. At the end of the movie, I was sort of just confused at what their purpose was. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, you guys could actually message us and let us know, like, explain it to us. Like, why
0: they were there. I mean, I I got it, but it didn't. It wasn't easy.
1: It didn't really really tie. I mean, for me, it didn't even tie in together with with a lot of. Yeah, so I was just confused um, about why they were there. Like, I was like, I was hoping Mm -hmm that, like, we would get, like, a more clear answer.
0: Well, the thing really is... that Okay, this is my thing with this movie, is I think it had a lot of the same problems, narratively and structure-wise, as the movie we reviewed last week, The Girl on the Train. But it wasn't... Um, they weren't as pronounced. Like, it wasn't as big of an issue. Um, with Girl on the Train, it was, like, a fundamental flaw in the movie. This is just something that I was, like... I think it could have been done better. Um, but... Either way, I do completely agree with you with J.K. Simmons' storyline. And who's the other girl? Cynthia
1: Aday Robinson.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, so their storyline, first of all, it opens with J.K. Simmons doing something that was completely like, what? Is this necessary? Why are we... Why is she? Why does he have to do this to force her to do this? It doesn't make any sense. Like... Okay. It just felt random. It felt completely unjustified because we don't know this character yet. And then he never really does anything like that again. So it's just like, was he just being weird in this one moment? Like, I don't know. But overall, for the most, for the majority of the movie, it feels like you can almost detach that storyline and take it out of the movie completely. And the movie would have been fine and even, maybe even better. And then you're so you're sitting there like you were saying completely the entire time, going, "What is going on? Why are we keep going? Why do we keep going back to this? How does it tie in?" And then they tie it in in a way that makes everything either seem completely convenient, the way that it ties in, because um, Cynthia um, Robinson, I think, is what you said her name was, right? Yeah. Um, she finds something out earlier on in the movie, and then jk simmons says that that's why he did what he was or why he's doing what he was doing and it just feels like she didn't even find that out because of you and this is a it was just really convenient the way they laid it out and then after that they have this entire scene that's just basically an exposition dump where they're telling you exactly what is happening how this all connects and you're just sitting there like I, know I sat there and I was like, wait, what's like, I'm really confused right now. It was very confusing how everything tied together. I think I kind of pieced it together in my head, like after the movie. Um, but I was just, it was really confusing. They did not lay it out well. They, even, even if they had laid it out well in the exposition, that's generally not how you want to have this big quote unquote twist in your movie is it, via exposition. So it, I just don't think that, entire portion of the movie with JK Simmons and Cynthia Robinson were done well at all, honestly, and they did not tie it together. Well at all either. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the problems with this movie. The movie,
1: it it just sort of leaves you confused. Um, in the end and the movie for me, it sort of towards the end kind of became predictable. Um, there's kind of like a, uh, a twist that, that is supposed to shock you, but it didn't really shock me and kind of saw it coming. Um, I don't know if you felt that way as well, but, um, I, I definitely, I saw, I saw, I saw some stuff coming and it, to me it felt predictable.
0: Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you brought that up as well because I wanted to go see this movie with, um, Eli, I believe, and Bob. And Bob, especially, I don't know about Eli, but Bob was like, Shocked by this twist in this movie. And I was just like, you didn't see that coming? Like, I saw that, go- <laughs> I saw that coming like halfway through the movie. I was like, uh, okay. So that's going to be okay. And he's going to, okay. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm normally not one, not a person, a good person at predicting things in movies, like at all. And I don't really try to, but it was, they telegraphed it from like a mile away. I, I don't understand it was just i don't think it was a very good twist but whatever um do you have yeah, any- agreed i was just like
1: is this i'm like is this
0: it looks like this is going to happen <laughs> yeah um so. they they kind of yeah they telegraphed it the entire way out um and like i said some of the narrative um just like with the rolling train was really screwed up by some of the editing and where they placed some of the flashbacks just did not work um but I don't think it was to as an extreme extent as The Girl in the Train. Um, Ozzy, do, do you have any more things to say about this movie or do you want to rate it? The train, man. Alright. Um I I'll go first this time. I am at Man. I'm at a five point nine with this movie. Five point nine? Yep. I'm at a hmm.
1: I'm at a 5.6. Okay. 5.6. Not too far off for of you. Um, I, I do think that, uh, you know, it's not something that you need to rush out and go see. Mm-hmm. It's still a pretty okay movie just due to the performances. I think that's why I, Carlos and I – that's why it's not at a 4. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the performances are overall really good that keep the movie afloat. And mm-hmm. like I said about Girl on the Train, the scenes – aren't bad. Mm You know what I'm saying? Like, they're actually pretty good, especially the dialogue. But, I mean, most of the dialogue, I'm sorry. But, um, it's just, it's, it's very confusing. It's predictable from, like, what Carlos said, like a mile away. So, I mean, it's, that's why. So, it's not something I would recommend that you go see right away.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's got its good qualities and it's got its bad qualities. And I think they kind of even out, I just, I can't recommend it. So, sadly, I have, like we said, very disappointing. This has been a year of disappointing big movies so far, um, for the most part. I mean, and October has not been very good at all so far either. So, hopefully, October cleans itself up. We will see. All right, let's move on to our weekly TV recap. And I think this will be a kind of a unique um, version of this because you... Might have, I mean, I know for Thursday TV shows, you watched more than I did, I think. So, it, it should be interesting, because maybe you have a little bit more to say this time. Um, let's start, um, as we normally do, on Monday. So, Monday, we pretty much, we, there's not many TV shows on Monday, not that I, or I don't think you watch either, so. But the big one, um, depending on who you talk to, the big one, is Supergirl. The CBS show that recently uh, transferred over to the CW Ozzy what did you think of this first episode you watched last season correct yeah okay what did you think of this first episode
1: I really like this I really like the first episode I think introducing Superman um, was definitely a great addition I think it's going to be awesome really having him in the show and I do actually like this version of Superman as well I don't know if you feel the same way, mm-hmm. um, but I do think he- adding him to the show is, gonna, is definitely going to be uh, awesome. I think it's going to add more to the show. Yeah, um, I really did like this version of Superman as well. Um, Tyler Ho- Hoechlin, I think that's how you his name, mm-hmm. um, I think he does a great job.
0: Yeah, I was really um, nervous about him, um, just from the promo pictures, and I had never really seen him in anything, I was nervous, honestly, about him as Superman, but think overall he did a pretty good job and they um Tyler Hoechlin or however you say his name and Melissa Benoist had pretty good chemistry as well I actually really liked their dynamic and kind of how their um relationship was written as well um so I think that is really gonna be a strong point of the season I don't know how involved he's going to be in the show overall I don't think he's a regular now he might be a recurring guest um so, I, I'm interested. I think they definitely... It, I don't know. Because that first um scene, that first big action set piece scene in the episode was not very well done. Like, it was... It had horrible, horrible CGI. And I was like, oh my gosh, did they cut the budget when they moved to CW? And then later in the episode, they had a really, really good action uh, CGI big scene. So... I, I don't know. Like, m- maybe they were just kind of like, all right, we have to pick one big scene to fund this episode. And they picked the second one, which is fine. But that was just something that I thought of while I was watching it.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a show. So I don't think they're going to have like fantastic CGI. It's not like HBO or well, anything. I mean,
0: so. I know it's just there has to be some sort of standard or else we're basically watching a cartoon on screen with live action people. Like, I'm just saying I mean, we, I would hold flash to the same standards like when their cgi is not up to their normal flash standards i will say so so um what did you think of because the big question after last season the cliffhanger they put us on was who was in the pod what did you think of it just it being some random kryptonian person that we don't know
1: um it was just i was like really i thought it was superman for two seconds because I I, yeah. I I thought it was him i was like a superman like what are we talking about like is he oh yeah. <laughs> And i was just like oh but it wasn't so i was like oh okay um so i don't know man it was just it was i mean whatever i mean I, he didn't even play like a really big role in yeah, this episode to be honest with you so it it, 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 it kind of just got thrown away mm-hmm. in a sense like, they kind of just kept them in their pocket um, mm-hmm. just because they introduced uh, Superman in this episode. So, I mean, it was,
0: again, it was all right. Yeah, um, Superman nothing- was definitely th- the focus of this episode. Um, and then also Kara trying to figure out what she wants to do. I still don't like Cat Grant as a character, or it's more of the performance, I guess. But I'm starting to warm a little bit up to her just because I think maybe she's. Hopefully, she's toning her performance down a little bit. I just think it's such a caricature. But that's another discussion, I guess. Um, and then the other thing... I There's two other things I want to quick touch on before we move on to our next show here. Um, Lex Luthor's sister. Do you remember the character's name? Um, um, it's not Lucy, I like is it? That. No. I, I don't know. But Lex Luthor's sister is... I actually really like that character. I was I trust her actually, which is surprising for a character named Luther and maybe they'll come back to bite me in the butt because I probably shouldn't trust her. And I, I was really like I was I rolled my eyes hard when they said her they name were, is
1: uh, Lena Luther.
0: Yeah. I rolled my eyes hard when they said that they were gonna have Lex Luther's sister in the show. I was like, really, are we just doing the female version of every character? But I really, really liked this character. So I'm actually happy that they did it. Um, and then the other thing I want to mention is I don't know how I feel about this, but it's interesting. So I'm willing to kind of go along with it. This kind of, um, rivalry slash, um, distrust between Martian Manhunter and Superman. I- I'm interested. I don't know if how I feel about it yet, but I'm interested.
1: Definitely, I think I think it's going to be really interesting seeing them work together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think some of the dialogue that they had was actually pretty interesting this episode yeah. in general. So I'm I'm really just
0: interested to see like where this where this goes. Yeah, we need more of that dialogue and less of the Supergirl and Jimmy Olsen dialogue because that is rough. Um, I'm
1: just glad I'm not. You know what? We're just going to talk about it after.
0: Yeah, let let's move on. We've spent too much time on Supergirl already. Because Tuesdays are big, especially for me, um, less, a little less so for you. But let's Flash. So we'll start with that since we both watched that. What did you think of this episode of Flash? This
1: episode of Flash, um, I think it was pretty good. I don't know if we really talked about the season premiere or anything because mm-hmm. uh, of uh, the hurricane or anything. Oh, yeah, but you're just, right. Let's talk about both of them. I think the season premiere was okay. Um, I think it. Really? Yeah, it was all right it wasn't it wasn't something where i was like oh my gosh this is amazing um mm-hmm. that was okay nothing nothing really excited me about it um i just thought it, i was just like really like again um come on barry um <laughs> um i do think it was i i do think um i did i did like the villain though that they had for, for the two episodes though i have to say mm-hmm. like uh rival i do think he was a pretty good villain um i like how they actually showed the speedsters face yeah i'm just like thank you you fixed your problem you can <laughs> have the same thing going on two seasons come on and they fixed the problem i was i'm just like thank
0: you well they so still kind of do him. have that issue but that's we can talk about
1: that <laughs> no i mean i mean um just just for uh, just for the speedster i'm just gonna say in general um i mean I did like him. I, I do wish that he did last a little longer, just because, you know, he... The mm-hmm. actor was actually pretty good uh, portraying him, so I mean, I
0: have I given that. And the costume the for Rival is getting a lot of hate on the internet. I actually like the costume, just throwing that out there. Um,
1: I think the costume could have... I think, I think it's just his mask is what bothered people, because his yeah. mask looks weird. It looks kind of like um, Hawkman's helmet. Mm-hmm. Just with a mask over it. So I am going to say that for it. But, um, I, at the same time, I just have to give his performance. Yeah. Uh, I think he did, I think he did a pretty good job.
0: Yeah. Um, I do, I, I really, going back to the premiere a little bit, I actually really I liked the premiere. I'm on this, I think I'm kind of on the same page as you because I, I did like the premiere. I, had issues with, because one thing I really wanted, I wanted this, um, flashpoint thing to be a big arc, and it was like, just literally, I was thinking maybe three episodes. It was one episode. That's, that's pathetic. But while we were there, I was like, this is really interesting and different. So I, I don't know. I liked it, but I don't think they dragged it out as long as they could have. Um, as for this past episode, I still think we're in danger of having a who's the villain type thing um, because we have a character named Alchemy who we don't see his face and now things are different. So it's possible that it could be someone we know. Um, so I do think it's possible that we have another who's the villain season, which, uh, gosh, uh, shoot me now. Um, but I liked this episode a lot more than I liked the first episode because I liked the idea of he... Saw all the issues now that with his timeline and he was thinking, I'll just go back. Then Jay's like, no, 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 you can't keep doing this. Um, and I like that. While I don't fully trust it and I don't even know if I want this to be a permanent thing, I I think it's interesting if they go in that direction. I really kind of, I kind of hope that they do. Um, just because it would be interesting and it would be different.
1: I I disagree. I think it's it's about time that Barry stops going back in time because it just makes him look like a wuss hero that can't really take anything.
0: Well, yeah, I'm not um, I'm not saying he keeps going back, but I'm saying like I I kind of hope he doesn't go back and fix it or it doesn't get fixed, and we just have to live in this new reality.
1: Yeah, I hope I hope that they do that because seeing Barry go back in time in the second episode, I'm just like, dude, like. Mm-hmm stop, <laughs> like, you're being annoying.
0: Well, that's kind of what um, Jay said, too, not in those words, but that's what he was saying, like, dude, Yeah, knock because it off. It's,
1: it's just, it's just becoming, it, I remember, I remember when, when last season ended, I was not, I was one of those people, I don't know if I was the only one, but I was just not one of those people who was happy about how last season ended. I was so upset. And then they kept playing with this Iris thing, they kept teasing it. Mm -hmm. and I'm just like can you just let them be together you know what I mean because it's just like they kept saying oh we're married and like I know there's something between us but it's just just not right now I'm just like are you kidding me is this a freaking high school relationship or something like can you guys just get together or not like it was ridiculous that's
0: just just the CW they do that crap all the time
1: I hated it because we lost Patty over this Carlos (laughs) we lost Patty over
0: this (laughs) Ozzy still upset over Patty (laughs) um uh, but yeah, I think that that's a fair criticism, and that's a lot of criticism a lot of people have of the CW universe overall. But I I did I liked this episode. Did you like this episode better than the first one?
1: Yeah, I like this episode better than the first okay, one. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna give it a positive, but I'm just, you know better than the first one. I give you that. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm glad. I, one thing about this new reality that I was not liking was Cisco being pissed at Barry, and I'm glad they kind of moved on from that. As I mean, not fully, but. It it seems like at least they're like, all right, we're, that was an interesting first episode, but we're going to kind of get things back to somewhat normal with him at least, which I'm really looking forward to, um, because Cisco is awesome. So I want him to be happy and normal. Um, and then the other big change or big reveal is, um, with Caitlin and Man, that was a great way to kind of bring it full circle and bring back something that we were all wondering about when the, when the show started. Like, when was this going to happen? And it's finally starting to happen. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: I'm going to miss Caitlyn if, if she goes down like a certain path. I don't
0: think she's, I don't think she's going to go evil. I think we've already had an evil version of Caitlyn. I don't think she'll go evil herself, but who knows? Um, all right. Do you have anything else hope to say not, on the man. flash? I really hope not. Um, that, that's it for me, man. All right, um, so for the rest of the TV sh- on Tuesday um, this is Tuesday is basically the day the big day that I was able to fully keep up on so bear with me um, Brooklyn 99 and New girl they had their crossover episodes but and crossover in air quotes because it was not much of a crossover at all. I'm glad they did I, like I didn't even know the crossover was happening until like a day or two before and I think I understand why because it's not much of a crossover at all. Um, there were, it was basically like we make cameos in each other's shows. That was it. It wasn't a crossover. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, but funny episodes either way, for the most part. Um, this Is Us continues to be strong. It, Miles said the other day when we were, um, when we were watching it, it might be the best show. Or he said it was one of the best shows on TV. And I said it might be the best show on network TV at least. It's that good, people. This is Us. Highly recommend. If you're not watching it, what are you doing? Watch it. Um, and like I said, it might be the best show on network TV. Um, and it's on NBC. Check that out. Tuesdays. Um, and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Good episode. I actually really did like this episode. The more I think about it, um, it's, sorry, it gets hard for me to keep track of all the different shows I watch, but I really did like this episode. Um, they didn't stick too much the Ghost Rider stuff, which makes sense. And the storyline that they did go with, it basically, if you had any doubts that they were using Inhumans as a stand-in for the X-Men, this storyline should prove it, prove you wrong because Man, they they are really just basically lifting X-Men storylines and saying, "No, it's an inhuman storyline now" and using it on the show. It's really kind of hilarious because they're like, "Well, we can't use mutants. What can we use? Inhumans." Okay, so we're using that. Um, <clears throat> but I did really like the the story the the story and how they used it. Um so, I, I, I did like this episode. I thought what they did with, um, Simmons and, um, May was really interesting. And I thought that was really well written to have those two things happen at the same time. So, I, I'm really loving this season so far. Um, nothing mind blowing thus far, in, unless you count some of the Ghost Rider stuff, but I, I can't wait until we get more into the Ghost Rider stuff. So, and Colson is the only one who hasn't seen Ghost Rider. So, I, I'm really looking forward to when he sees him because I think that'll be really fun. Um, and then lastly, this is a show that we will talk about later on. Well, I will talk about later on this episode. But Atlanta, oh man, got to watch Atlanta. Please just watch it. I, it's, I think my roommate was in the room when I was watching it and he said, that is the hardest I've seen you laugh in a long time. And yeah, he's not wrong. So watch Atlanta. Um, Donald Glover is a genius. Um, all right, Wednesdays. I don't think uh, I kept up with a lot of it. Um, we had what do we have Wednesday? We had Arrow. That's the one that we both watched because American Horror Story and Designated Survivor have Designated Survivor haven't watched yet. So Arrow. What did you think of this episode, Ozzy?
1: Um, I think we should get to the season premiere of Arrow and this episode of Arrow. Okay, um, that's fine. Carl, I think I think a lot of you guys know I really wasn't looking forward to the season of Arrow, um, just because it's it was sort of like a different take on it. Um, but I'm actually I'm actually liking it so far. Mm-hmm. Again, um, I think it's really interesting. Definitely seeing Oliver act as mayor and, and him act as 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 Green Arrow, and, and definitely seeing him go back to the way he was in season one is definitely interesting. Yes, um, I think it's. I think it's really great, really bringing him back to like where he was. Um, even though I, I do think they're going to fix it throughout the season, but I do think it's it's really interesting seeing him um, really sort of go back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm confused about his costume though. Yeah, like they brought the, about the sleeves. That's my problem that I had. I'm just like, he looks exactly like Arrow. How do people not realize that like it's, it's the same? <laughs> um that's that's one problem i have with it is just that they added the sleeves oh, back yeah. i mean it's not necessarily that i hate the sleeves i'm just like people like how, do you, how can you not tell like this is <laughs> trust but, me um...
0: I, I know man like the i was not a fan i was a fan of the first time when oliver almost got caught as the arrow um but then they get they did it a couple more times and it got to the point where i'm just like Everyone in Star City must be morons. It's the only solution. They're all morons. Because it is so obvious who is Green Arrow or Arrow or however you want to... Like, and the fact that there's supposedly a second Green Arrow and he's not the same as the first... Like, it's just... Come on. But, uh, sorry. I, I, I actually did really like the first two episodes. I like the direction they're going. Um, but this hasn't been the problem with me with Arrow. The the beginning, the first half of the season, um, last season was really good, and I really did like it, but I thought they completely crapped the bed in the second half. So, while I am really liking that they're getting back to basics, and, um, I'm interested by the villain, by Prometheus, I guess is his name, we got, it got revealed today, um, but we already kind of knew that, um... I did really like that. I like that he's building a new team. I lo- I actually like the flashbacks, and that's a change of pace because I haven't liked the flashbacks in at least yeah, two seasons. Yeah, um,
1: the flashbacks are actually doing really good this season. I mm-hmm. don't know what it is. I, I, I they're know, actually like,
0: tying in this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, they're tying in this time, and it's making a lot more sense. So it's actually pretty good that they're doing that. Yeah. Um, Not to say that the last two really weren't tying in because they kind of did, but it just wasn't interesting i have to say yeah especially especially for the villain last season who mm-hmm. was in the flashbacks carlos and I were talking about it when we were watching it the guy had no facial expressions like he was <laughs> it was terrible sure. um com- a complete bland villain for yeah. you um but anyways that's another discussion um i think i think this season is doing pretty good so far but one of my biggest complaints is definitely the suit just because it's something fair like, enough
0: my man like yeah people um am i another complaint i have um and this is a really i guess it's it's a small complaint being honest um because i'm a huge olicity truther and i am upset that she has a boyfriend or whatever but i am also happy that we're not spending so much time on that aspect of the show while i am a big fan of those two together I do agree that one of the problems of the last two seasons is that that was a huge focal point and it really dragged down the show. And we have not been focusing on that at all. And I'm really liking that. So, um, any more to say on Arrow? That's it for me, man. All right. So as I said, I am behind on the rest of the Wednesday show. So moving on to Thursday, um, I've watched mo I've watched all of Blacklist. You've watched most of it. Um, and then you've watched Legends of Tomorrow, but I have not yet. But there is one that we both watched all of. So let's talk about that one first, because it is also one of our favorite shows on TV, I believe, Supernatural. Ooh, man, it's good to have Supernatural back. It really is. And I am excited for this show. Yes. Um, well, man, what did you think of this first episode of Supernatural?
1: I thought it was uh, pretty good. Uh, definitely you definitely see how much Castiel cares for Dean and Dean and Sam. Like, mm-hmm. you really do yeah. in this episode because as you guys know, Sam is Sam is taken away and they're trying to figure out like where he's at and who has him. And Castiel is pissed, man. He's oh, he like really did you is. really take like he is like, he is pissed off. Um so it's definitely you really do see how much this angel particularly cares for for these two characters. Um, you you see that they have developed a bond over the years and, and and that they really do that you know that he really does care for them. That's one thing I really noticed this episode that he is pissed off um, another thing I think I think sort of the dialogue and and, and I think just from the opening scene how she <laughs> excuse me how she didn't know who Dean was and how she yeah. still has, like, her sense of, like, I'm, I'm like, I can kick, I can, you know, I can, I can take over. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that, I think she brought definitely, like, a presence um, to the screen. Yeah. Uh, I do like, I do like the fact that she's, she is very confused, mm-hmm. um, that she's brought back and, and that she's. Um, like you see in you see the scene that kids are playing with phones and and their tablets and stuff like that, and I do I do like the fact that she's really trying to still grasp that it's been thirty years. So I think that's a that's a great issue that that they brought in um brought in there, and definitely definitely the the dialogue that Dean's having with his mom is is very interesting as well.
0: I I agree. I think adding the mom back into the show was a genius move because it. It changes up the overall dynamic between these characters and it wasn't in like a forced way like, oh, we're going to bring Bobby back or, oh, we're going to bring the dad back. It wasn't in some easy and obvious way to bring the mom back. That was, it was out of left field and, but it really works. I'm really happy that they, um, went decided to go with bringing the mom back instead of anybody else. Um, and again, a great way to change up the dynamic between everybody. Um, I do agree with you on Cass. He was great this episode. That dude's an underrated actor. I was watching the, um, last couple episodes of last season with, um, my roommate. And, gosh, he, Misha Collins, that's his name, I believe. He's so good. Um, so, shout out to him. But, also, um, another thing I want to bring up and ask you about. Do, you, do you, Who do you think we're getting as a villain this season? I'm not
1: really sure. Maybe Lucifer again, since he's out of the cage and he's uh, yeah. running aloof. Um, it's not something I would be like, oh my gosh, Lucifer. Um, Not necessarily like that. Mm. Um, I do think he has a potential. He's always been. I think he was one of our favorite villains. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like it'd be a bad thing. It's just. Like, and I think they said in the feature rest, like, they've already done, like, you know, everything that they could have at this point. Like, what beats God's sister? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think they're going to try to bring it back to the roots and, and maybe, and maybe um I think maybe Lucifer maybe try to, might try to take over the world again. Who knows? Yeah.
0: I, but I, I agree. But
1: I won't be a bad thing um to watch these brothers really take on Lucifer again and, and put him back in the cage. Because that is a problem. He's out of
0: his cage. Mm-hmm um i I agree i think it's it's really interesting because we could get back to um maybe they go a season where we're going on more individual hunts and things like that and i think that could be interesting um and also one thing that they could end up doing is not have a quote-unquote big bad for the season you know they could make it a couple of B-list, if you want to call Lucifer, and maybe even the British um, men of letters, call them the villains, quote unquote, and have kind of have Sim and Dean fighting on two different fronts, fighting off Lucifer and trying to take care of that, and also fighting off um, these British men of letters who don't agree with the way they're doing things. Um, one thing I was, I did think was interesting and kind of subtle. I, I think they might just let Sam go, honestly, something like that, because the way she kind of reacted to him trying to escape was really strange. Um, so I, I'm interested to see where that goes as well. It, some they are really going all out with some of these torture scenes, though. Jeez, the, that was rough at times. <laughs> was rough to watch. Um, so. yeah, uh,
1: I think I think he did a fantastic job, really acting in it oh, too. Yeah. So. And the dialogue that he has even before then, you know what I mm-hmm. mean. He was just like, "I've been tortured by the devil himself. Like, what can you do to me?" Exactly. And that was just powerful. because mm-hmm. um, it's just like, in you know, she's over here thinking, just like, "I could still take you on." He's like, nah, like, what do you need?" <laughs> so, yeah, he definitely. For those of you who don't think that Sam is like a, a really strong character, he really is. I mean, the, the, he he. Just, just him saying that line really just shows you just how much this guy can really take, and you really oh, yeah. see it this episode. So, um, definitely a shout out to him because he that was just a that was a great line in general. I'm just like, damn, like, yeah. God, I'm nothing to say to that. Like,
0: so, yeah. um, I thought that was great. Um, all right, let's move on to Legends of Tomorrow. You watch this? I have not. Should I be excited to watch it? <sighs>
1: It was okay. Um, it's not something that's like that. Again, I think you have to run out of your way to go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really confused about about Sarah Lance at this point. I'll explain that to you after. Okay, but um, I'm just kind of ex- confused with her character in a sense. Um, it's just the show is okay. I think they need to stop sort of explain trying to explain timelines. Like we both agreed last season. Yeah. Um, because it's just it's confusing and it's all messed up and stuff like that. And again, like a, a prop, like what they're doing with the season is they're they're saying, oh, well, we have to save history because we have time pirates and different people who want to change history. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, aren't you changing history by going back in time? And you're 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 complaining about people changing history, but you're using all this type of tech to do it, and you're letting them see it, and then it's being mm-hmm. written in history books. So you're still changing history, yeah. But like, hello. So it's just really confusing. Um, I mean, it's like, such... I think, yeah, I think you're, I think you're gonna be frustrated with this episode to a point. <laughs> um, to be honest, I can't wait to see what you say about it because I'm, I'm interested.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm excited to watch it just because, like I have always said, with Legends of Tomorrow, looks cool. I don't know if it makes any sense though. And I think this is probably going to be another season of that. I was hoping they would kind of get their writing together and kind of focus on one period. But based on what you're saying, it doesn't sound like they're going to do that. But we'll see. Maybe they get things right this season. Um, well, I, don't, I wouldn't even say get things right because I did like last season. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I'm going to check it out probably after we record this, to be honest. Or after I edit this because, you know, whatever. Um, all right. So, that's Legends. Now, let's talk a little bit about Blacklist. I won't go too much into detail because you haven't finished the episode yet. I was kind of disappointed by this episode. Um, I think you have issues with Liz, which, again, I get it and a lot of people do. Um, I had more issues with kind of... I don't know. I'm getting a little tired of this. Like, every single mission that they go on is to find the baby. I'm getting tired of this. Um There is one aspect having to, one kind of element having to do with the baby that I'm really frankly disturbed by, (laughs) but also I think it's a great direction to take it because it's something that I was not expecting the show to go to. I don't know if you've gotten there yet in the show, um, so I won't go into specifics there. And then, I, I don't know, I just, I didn't love this episode, um maybe it's because I don't like it when Liz and Tom fight but they w- were not agreeing in this episode so that was something and I do agree with you Liz was slightly annoying in this episode so it's fair enough and we didn't get enough red to be honest and then all- I think
1: she's been annoying in the last two episodes yeah. to be quite honest with you because like the last episode because we didn't review last episode either um sure. she's just whining and she's just like oh my gosh like everybody hates me and it's just like You know what I mean? And I'm just like, do you not realize what you put these people through? You know what I'm saying? Like, you put them through burying you because they thought you were dead, and you're going to sit here and complain how everybody hates you, and you just expect everybody to just automatically help you like that? I mean, come on, woman. Have a little bit of, like, heart and understanding for Pete's sake. I mean, she's just annoying me just because, like, she's not – She's just whining, and she's not understanding like what she did is not okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just really annoying just, just seeing that really just come and and, and just really seeing her do that. It's just annoying. Um, just how she does not understand, and she just whines about so much crap. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. So,
0: um, What have you seen from Mr. Kaplan yet?
1: Um, just like the first 30 minutes. But again, it really... It's not really, like, interesting for me, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of, okay, we have to get the baby, okay, like, when are we going to get it? So, like, I agree with yeah. you there. Um, they just need to stop with the whole baby situation because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's it's annoying.
0: Um, and also, um, I, I'll i I'll slightly mention this with Mr. Kaplan. I think that storyline is completely de- It feels so detached from everything else, I just don't understand why it's there. So um, that's what I have to say about that storyline. And um, also, a complete side note here: I do like Ram and Navabi's dynamic right now. It's really interesting.
1: Oh, uh, she's another person that's upsetting me too. Like from what I saw this episode, she was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I'm moving because it's also because like you don't he doesn't like me anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. Are you kidding me right now? Like, you're joking, right? Because you literally slept with his friend, and you know this man likes you. And now Mm -hmm. he's getting some. Now you want to move away. It's not
0: just because of that. That's why it's not a big issue for me, at least. Um, I mean, that's
1: half of the reason, though. It's it's a
0: part of the reason. And I I think you might like how this episode ends. Um, So we'll we'll talk about it more um, after you finish it. Um, alright, moving on, I'm pretty sure that's all we got, because I did not watch How to Get It With Murder yet, um, so that's pretty much it, I'm really behind on The Exorcist, so that's something else, but, yeah, so that's all we got for our TV recap this week, um, but now we're gonna get a little more specific, we are going to get into... The recap for episode two of Westworld, which actually came out on Sunday, so this is a really late recap slash review, but I I think it's worth talking about because it's an HBO show and it's very good. Um, and we wanted to do this earlier in the week, but we had a lot of complications with our earlier episode and missing an episode, so we're trying to get back on track here. Ozzy, um, did you like and understand this episode a little bit better than the first one?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, my m- I actually got my mom into the show. Oh, um,
0: really?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. My mom's been surprising me with TV lately. Um, I got her <laughs> into the show, and I was just on demand trying to look for a movie to watch. And she actually watched Deadpool, mm-hmm. and it's not a different movie. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on? So, um <laughs> definitely definitely interesting with my mom in a sense but I, I showed her the show she liked she watched it and the second episode was 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 definitely and I liked it better than I liked it I liked it a lot mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say better than the premiere but it was definitely a great episode yeah um definitely a great episode I liked the
0: premiere better but I thought the second episode was another very good one so yeah um it's
1: it's definitely a great episode I think I just think um, one of the scenes I have to let me find her name real quick, but just um, I love how they don't focus on just Dolores. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, this time she was kind of a side character. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. Uh, you still you still love your Dolores. Uh, you still get your Dolores here and there. But um, I think it's I think it's really in, in, in interesting how you kind of see the, how they focus on different characters. Yeah, and, and it is awesome. Just what's his uh Ed um. I'm gonna find out the cast. The I'm going Ed Harris, up. yeah, Ed Harris in this episode. He is a force to be reckoned with in this in this show. Um, he did a fantastic job again mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, just just he is not someone to be messed around oh, with. He's I so intimidating.
0: Him. He's doing a great.
1: job. <laughs> he is so intimidating right now. I am. I don't ever want to be in this guy's crosshair because he just has a presence, and you just... Every time he comes on screen, he takes it, and mm-hmm. it is awesome. Um,
0: and is awesome I like thing. everything that happens with his storyline as well, because he's, again, he's trying to find this deeper level to the game, He to Westworld, right? He wants to... I don't know exactly what he wants to do, but you just have this feeling that whatever he's trying to do is probably not a good thing. And what's interesting is... And this is where conspiracy theories and theories about the show come in. Are Does he have people in the headquarters helping him do this? Because, number one, how does he know about a lot of this stuff? Like the map underneath somebody's freaking skin or to go to ask somebody to, like, where's the maze or whatever, like whatever he keeps talking about. How does he know about all this stuff? And secondly, there's a moment where he is, like, really mowing down people. Like, just killing a bunch of different androids. so A lot of them, actually. And somebody in headquarters says that guest can do whatever he wants. Now, there I've heard a lot of people say, oh, that's just because he's been coming there for 30 years. He's got so much pedigree that they're just going to let him do whatever. Because he's been such a long-time and loyal customer. But what if he what if some people are helping him in there somebody's letting him do these things that he probably shouldn't be doing you know um yeah i'm really i don't know like his character is kind of scary and at the same time i'm really interested to see what like what's going on and also the everything that happens with the um, with that one host and his and his daughter and his wife, that was really weird. And then the daughter got really disturbing really fast when she just deadpan and she just looks at him and tells him what he needs to know, and she doesn't even care. It's just it's one of those moments because you you get even though you know their hosts, they're still they look enough and act enough like humans that you're just you get attached to them. And then they have these moments where you're, you you they remind you that they're just not human and it just is really creepy i really like it um and as you were saying with dolores uh, she's not they didn't necessarily focus on her on this episode but i think she i'm willing to say that she's clearly our main character quote-unquote because she's gonna she's the one who i think is gonna have the arc because she is it's clear that she's different than the rest of the hosts and she's already kind of changing. We saw at the end of the first episode with the brilliant fly slap on her neck or whatever. Um, but she's changing and she's becoming more self-aware. So I think that she's our main character because she's going to have the huge character arc. But again, the fact that we don't know, some people will dislike that and I get that. But for me, I really like it because it's kind of keeping me on the edge of my seat. And it's keeping me interested in all of the characters. Um, I do wish we maybe had a little bit less of all this stuff going on at headquarters. I kind of want to stay in Westworld sometimes, but I think it's necessary, especially with that one guy who's trying to build a new, um, storyline and Anthony Hopkins characters like, uh, no. And that was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great when he told him that. Um, but what's great about it is that they all have their own idea about what Westworld is supposed to be. And that's, really good because at the same time everyone that's watching the show has their own idea about what the show is about is it about um the dangers of virtual reality is it about video game culture is it about um humans of uh, their natural uh, like their natural desire to do the wrong thing when they can do whatever they want you know what i'm saying like, yeah. there's so many different ways to look at Westworld and what this show is about and what it's a metaphor for. So, it's really interesting. I, I, again, really like this show. And, um, yeah, I know I've been talking a lot. What did you think of a lot of this stuff?
1: I think it's all very interesting. I was really surprised to see that um that some of these characters were actually, like, together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think one that took me completely off guard was Bernard and... And, um, who else, who else is, who else is there? Um, Bernard and that, and, and, uh, and Teresa. I, think yeah. it was, really, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, cause they did not show it at all in the first episode. So I was like, okay, like they're fine. And then I see them
0: making out. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Damn. All right. So, all right.
0: Um, the, yeah. <laughs> and it's all, it's another thing with Bernard is, and this is another theory, like, what is he doing with Delor- De- with Dolores? Like, he's having these secret meetings with her, he's telling her she can't tell anybody that they're meeting and talking, so he obviously knows that there's something different about her, and he's seeing that other, thi- other things in the park are not going well, like, with different hosts freaking out and shutting down, so maybe, is he just not putting two and two together that it has something to do with Dolores, or is he just so fascinated by the fact that Dolores is different and, but how different does he know that she is? Does he know that she's becoming self-aware? The what, how, how far does this go? That's another great question that they've set us up for. I'm really, I'm intrigued by what he knows, what his plans for Dolores are. Um, and then also with Dolores, um, what, why is she spread? Like basically what's happening is she's going around telling people, Um, these violent delights have violent ends or something like that. I think that's the line or it's at least close to it. Um, and she, and whenever she says that to somebody, they basically start acting really weird. Um, so I, and it it happened to the dad and then the dad, basically they had to shut her down. It happened to, um, the head prostitute or whatever you want to call her. Um, Maeve, I think is her name, or Maeve or whatever. Um, she it happened to her, and then she starts to go down in production, and they have to fix her. Which that's something else. I think else we can I think about.
1: her her story arc this episode was very yes very interesting, and you see her wake up in this episode yes, and that was that was just like crazy. You're seeing her taking all of this in because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what's going on. She's confused about like where she is, when it is, what's happening to like all these people. Just seeing that is is very crazy to her. Mm-hmm. And the scene before then, when you see that she starts to remember her old life is is yeah. that scene was so I think my favorite scene in this whole entire episode. Mm-hmm. That scene was awesome, man. I was I was hooked on that scene. It was crazy. Yeah. It was great. Um, just seeing, I love how they transitioned to the Indian to now being the, the man in black. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, you just see it. This guy has an agenda. You don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but um, and this, this guy is someone not to be trifled with again, yeah. but it was just such a greatly shot episode. Um, well, well, it was has great sound and it has great build up. Mm-hmm. Um and it, and, it, and it just kept through that whole entire scene transitioning to when she wakes up um. so I think they kept it really yeah. well
0: and I think the fact that she was able to wake herself up in and of itself is something that oh my god like what does that mean like if she was able to wake herself up is she getting to the point where Dolores is at where Dolores is kind of she's somewhat aware that things aren't right and I, I don't know I, what do you think the show is ultimately leading to
1: I think it's going to lead to these these things really like these these the hosts some fake people like the the hosts um really just and you see and you see um you see them talking about this yeah you see Luke Hemsworth um who plays Ashley Stubbs you see him talking about kids in the first episode he's just yeah. like you have kids and he's just like well you know that someday they were about. so I think that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. um we're getting. The, I don't know how long the show's gonna last, but we're getting. You know, parts. We're getting hints that this. That you know that. That, that you know that these that these hosts are gonna end up rebelling, like I agree. They're, they're becoming sentient, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that with these updates going on, they're making them more human. Yeah. So what that means is that they're becoming more sentient, and that which is why Dolores is remembering, and why um, Maeve is, is remembering they're becoming more sentient and they're starting to remember things that they shouldn't have, that they shouldn't be remembering. And I think they're going to rebel against these people because they're getting tired of getting used. Um, so it's definitely something interesting. Oh yeah.
0: I, I definitely, that's kind of where I'm leaning. I still think they could completely shock us and make it something completely different. But I, I'm like I said, really liking the show so far. So any more thoughts on this episode? Oh man, that's about it for me. Alright, I'm sure there's other things that we could talk about for a while, but we're running kind of long on this episode, so let's get to recommendations and wrap it up. Ozzy, what is your recommendation?
1: My recommendation is Warm Bodies. I know it's random. <laughs> I really know it's random. But um, it's a great... It, I like it. It's, it's a great movie. There's only one scene that particularly bothers me because it, it, it makes no sense whatsoever, but I'll put the cross about that after the show. Anyways, I do think it's a, it's a, it's a great original take on zombies it's very original um, i do like very that. original i have that it's something that i have to recommend um mm-hmm. yes it's a romance story but it works ironically yes. um so I, yeah it's really weird um but uh-huh. it, it but it works it works for what, for what it's going for and uh it's, it, the comedy hits in that movie, and I do think it's a unique, it's very original, unique take on Unzombie, so I would definitely give it, a sh- give, it a, give it a watch over you guys.
0: Oh, yeah. This is a good movie. I, it's, it, you're right. It is random, but I think, hey, in October, maybe anything goes with recommending these kind of movies, so whatever. Um, my recommendation is going to be the first time that I, at least purposely, I don't know if I've done it before, but purposely recommend something for a second time. Um, and this is a show that I briefly talked about um, earlier in the episode, but I'm going to talk about even more, Atlanta. People, if you're not watching Atlanta, you're doing yourself a disservice. It is that good. Um, last week's episode, which I didn't get to talk about um, because of how we did with the episodes, but it was really good. It only focused on um, Donald Glover's character's girlfriend. And it was just so different, like, to tell it from that perspective and to tell just this really quirky, fun story about her trying to pass a drug test, even though she'd just smoked weed the day before. <laughs> it was just so fun. Um, she, it was um, just entertaining the entire way through. And then this week's episode, guys, it is hilarious. It is topical. It is um, just so relevant and it's not even like it was beating you over the head with his Donald Glover's view on these different issues. It was just telling these, it was just looking at them from a comedic perspective and saying, you know what? A lot of this stuff is ridiculous. And a lot of how the media deals with this stuff is ridiculous. And it was just so funny. And Atlanta is brilliantly written, brilliantly directed. I mean, and Donald Glover is so good in the show but honestly, in the last two episodes, in the one with his, where his girlfriend was the focus, he was in one scene. In the next episode, he was not in it whatsoever. And those are the two best episodes of the show so far. This show is brilliant. It's, t- it's like half an hour episodes. Completely worth the watch. We're only six episodes in, I think. Watch this show. Watch it. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. It's, it's so good. Um, and it's it's billed as a comedy, but it's really – it's more about just these fun, quirky stories. And it's just – Donald Glover is a genius. The man is so talented. If you like Donald Glover, you need to watch the show. Even if you don't know much about Donald Glover, you need to watch the show. So check it out. That's what I got. All right, man.
1: All um, right, let's let's start to sign out here Carlos. Where can people find you in social media?
0: Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at three four five six and also make sure you follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram at Screenfellas on everything and also gonna sh- shout out to our YouTube channel We had a Star Wars Rogue One Trailer reaction video which that's something we even could have talked about in this episode because that trailer was awesome but we reacted to it on our YouTube channel and that video is doing really well. So you definitely want to get in on that. Uh, go easy on Bob. <laughs> um, but it was, def- it's doing really well. Um, we would appreciate if you watched that, liked it, subscribed, all of that stuff. YouTube channel. I'm going to keep pushing that. It's something we want to get behind. So check that out
1: all the things that I've said, I can't believe Bob's
0: getting more hate than I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. He it's not doing too well on the YouTube side of things, but whatever. Um, yeah, that's what I got. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show.
1: Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Like Carlos said, please subscribe to us and follow us on all the other social media sites because that also helps us a lot. Check out our YouTube video because that is also getting a lot of views. Go easy on Bobby, guys. He needs it. Um, Guys, please rate and view the podcast on any place that I just said, because it's a pretty great show. And guys, again, this is Screenfellas.